grace, joy, and peace be unto you. Um, thank you for the moments of worship. And thank you for the prayer thrust that I can see here. I thank God for how we got a man from Malawi. All the way from Malawi. And brings him to Uganda for such a time. Really, really, praise God. Hallelujah. I've been given 20 minutes, so I'll avoid the nitty gritties. The, the title of my message is Breaking Your Siege. Breaking Your Siege. And I want you at the outset to answer this question. Is there a struggle in your life that seems to repeat itself over and over? Are you in darkness? Are you, are you or have your lights gone out? And you don't know what to do? You don't know where to go? Are you there? Is there any among us with such a problem? You write this down. You are blessed. You are blessed. When you get your inside world, when you get your inside world, your mind, your heart put right. Then you can see God in the outside world. Let me repeat that statement. You are blessed when you get your inside world, that's your mind and your heart put right. Then you can see God in the outside world. That's where the issues are that inside world. And I was given for our passage, Second Chronicles, chapter 32, from verse one up to five. I'll read it. Uh, verse one. And after these deeds of faithfulness, take note, this is Hezekiah, and what was the issue? The Assyrian army, Sennacherib, Sennacherib, king of Assyria, was to attack Judah. Now, take note of this, uh, Assyria was a superpower. You can call it the America of today. It was the largest, it had the largest uh, military in the world. It was that army to attack Judah. Now, many times we say that the devil attacks us at our weakest years. In this particular situation, the enemy attacked the king 
at his strongest. There are times when the who you are attracts the devil. Yes. It's not your weakness, but your strength. The devil sees the who you are today. He sees the who you are tomorrow. And he sees the who you are in the future. And would want to derail, deny, or stop that. So what does he do? He attacks. Many times we think that when the devil attacks, he attacks you because you're living in sin. Yes? Yes. You have issues. You have problems. You are cast and so on and so forth. Here, the Syrian army attacks Hezekiah at his best. Let's go back to verse 20. I mean in chapter 31. Let's go backwards to give this a context. Thus Hezekiah did throughout all Judah and he did what was good and right and true before the Lord his God. Take note of that. He did what was good, what was right, what was true before God. Look at verse 21. And in every work that he began in the service of the house of God, in the law, and in the commandment to seek his God, he did it with all his heart. So he prospered. Now look at the next verse. The devil comes. Yes, the devil comes. The Assyrian army comes and entered Judah. And he encamped against the fortified cities, thinking to win them over to himself. And when Hezekiah saw Sennacherib had come, and that his purpose was to make war against Jerusalem, what did he do first? He consulted. Take note of that. Yes. He consulted. He consulted with leaders and commanders to stop the water from the springs which were outside the city. And they helped him. He consulted, he sought for help, and he received the help. Yes. When we are under siege, don't go solo. Yes, you need others. Don't go solo. Don't do things by yourself. Don't think you're all sufficient. Don't think because you've been a man of God for so many years, you don't need us. No. Here is a king who was doing well. He consulted with his leaders and commanders to stop the water from the springs which were outside the city, and they helped him. Thus, many people gathered together who stopped all the springs and brook and ran through the land, saying, why should the kings of Assyria come and find much water? Should it deprive them of something? Yes. Verse 5. And he strengthened himself. Take note. He consulted. He strengthened himself. He built up all the wall that was broken. Now that is dealing with inside issues. He strengthened himself. He built up all the wall that was broken. Raised it up to the towers. Built another outside. Also he repaired the millow in the city of David and made weapons and shields in abundance. Father, would you bless your word? Would you anoint this your servant?
to share the oracles of God, even to the glory of your holy name. Amen. When you are in a siege, what do you do? Number one, keep walking. That's number one. Logic says, when the lights go out, stop. When your lights go out, keep walking. Keep doing the right thing. Don't sit and begin whining and complaining and blaming others, blaming your father, blaming your wife, blaming your ancestors, blaming ancestral demons. Do something. That's number one. Keep walking. Monday walk, Tuesday walk. Keep walking, walking. If you are a giver, don't stop giving. Give. If you used to give cows and cars, and you can't give cows and cars, you give pencils and books. Yes. Continue, continue doing what you used to do. Don't stop going to church. Don't stop going for fellowships. Don't stop leading in worship. Continue walking. That's number one. Number two, do not light your own fires. Yes. That is, depending on your strength or trusting your own strength. Do not light your own fires. Remember Moses? God told him that he would deliver the Egyptians. But he was slow. God was slow. What did Moses do? Moses killed an Egyptian. He lit his own fire. There are times when things seem to be slow. And waiting can be a challenge. Being single is not easy. No. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. You know? Uh, living in abject poverty is not easy. In lack, in debt, it's not easy. Not easy. So in a situation like that, we try to light our own fires, our own strength. Abraham, in the midst of God's promise, lit his own fire. And you know what happened then? And what's happening today as a result of that fire? A sister goes to visit her boyfriend. How many have boyfriends here? Of course, you will not put up your hands. But when I go out, you'll say, here I am. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. The sister goes to visit her boyfriend, and she found the boyfriend with another girl. Uh-huh. You hear what's up? You, you, have you had that response? <laughs> have you had that response? Hey, <laughs> hey. If you want to see a woman on fire, if you want to see a lion, you disturb a woman in that area. I know it, my friend. I know it very well. Yes. This lady finds, finds her boyfriend with another girl. He leaves the house. Do you know where she goes? To a witch doctor, straight. Straight away to a witch doctor. 
I don't even know how she knew that there was a witch doctor somewhere there. She goes to a witch doctor, and what did the witch doctor tell her? You want your boy to come back? She said yes. Do you know what happened? They related sexually. Yes, the witch doctor had sex with the sister. Soon after that, she came running to her place. She came screaming, screaming, screaming. She gets into her house, into the sitting room, screaming, screaming. I said, what's the issue? Screaming, screaming. I said, you come and you need our help, but you're just shouting. What's the issue? Then she told me the story. She lit her own fire. A man who started Assemblies of God in Uganda, I was with him in Tororo. He one time made mistakes and was asked to sit down for some time. He refused. He went and joined a cult. A cult that he was opposing in Truro for ages. He left the true church and went and joined a cult. That is lighting your own fire. Don't. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Yes. We walk in the flesh, but we don't war according to the flesh. Are we together? Number three, take root downward. Yes, go down. The, the Bible says in Isaiah 37, verse 31, and the remnant that escaped of the house of Judah shall take root downward and bear fruit Word. Now listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. As long as you're going downward, as long as you're digging deep, as long as you're establishing a root life, root life, a hidden life, an inner chamber experience, as long as you're doing those things that man does not see, you will one day bear foot upward. Go down. Dig down. Take root downward. You will bear foot upward. What's a remnant? A remnant is part of something that is left after other parts have been used, removed, or destroyed. There are things about you that have been removed or used or destroyed. That part that remains, let it take root downward. It will bear fruit upward. And what do I mean by that? Daily, be in the world. When you are under siege, when you are besieged, don't forget scripture. Read scripture daily. That will help you develop a root life. Number two, under three, taking root downward, is raise an altar. And let that altar be an altar. Altar. Listen to me. 
as long as you have an active altar, it's a question of time. It's a question of time. As long as you have an active altar, you come out of that siege one day. Amen. What do you have to do to the altar? Or to establish an altar? One, find a place. That's number one. Look for a place that you go to over and over again. Number one, a place. Find a place. It can be in your bedroom, or sitting room, or a compound, or a church, or somewhere under a tree, on a mountain, or prayer mountain. But find a place. Find a place. Number two, set the time. And number three, make a commitment to the place and time. Make a commitment to that place and time. You go in there day in and day out. Day in and day out. Day in and day out. I don't know how many of you know Bishop Joshua Lurie, the former um, Bishop, Bishop of National Fellowship of Born Again Churches. I've worked with him for a long time. He shared this testimony. And I want to share it with you. His father, like my grandfather, his father was a powerful witch doctor. Very, very powerful. That influenced the children, including him. When he grew up, he was sickly, ever sickly. Sick here, sick. Sickly, 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 sickly. Joshua said, this must come to an end. Yes. And he began to pray and fast every weekend from Friday, he concludes on Monday, just drinking water, at times dry. He did that over and every weekend in uh, this primary school, Aga Khan. He would go there. He didn't even have a place to stay. He would go there weekend after weekend. Friday comes back on Monday. He, went, he did that for a year plus. Weekend after weekend, weekend after weekend. Then one day, by himself, all alone praying, demons just began to come out. One after another. He is free today and he doesn't take tablets. Ever since, ever since he did that, ever since the demonic left, Joshua Luere does not go to the hospital. Joshua Luere does not take tablets. What was bringing about the pain, the sickness, day after day was the siege. But listen, he took root downward. Uh-huh. What is he doing now? Bearing fruit upward. My sister was a problem to my mother, a serious problem. My father loved her so much. And because my father loved her so much, she became like a second wife. So she would not listen to my mother. No. I, I was young then, and I saw it, and I didn't like it. But there was nothing I could do. She made my mother mad. My mother one time 
when to go here, told her. What you've done to me, may it happen to you. Let your firstborn, let your firstborn do to you what you've done to me. What do you think that was? A curse. Yes, my sister gets married. She gets married, and when she got married, who comes first? A girl. And the girl was mad from day number one. Mad girl. And I'm telling you, so mad that the mother one time prayed, said, God, kill this girl. If you, a woman, can tell God to kill your daughter, you know what that means. She was just giving birth all over the place. Here, there, here, there, you know. She came to my place to stay. We had an Ascari, and we thought she was safe. We thought the Ascari would mind her. It's the Ascari who impregnated her. Yes. You live with the Ascari impregnated her. And, you know, when she gave birth, they found her strangling the baby. She wanted the baby to die. That kind of thing. She was mad. My sister one time said, enough is enough. She went for a 40-day prayer and fasting on water. On the 40th day, that thing just came out like that. The girl is free today. Yes. A banker, this lady, had not given birth for 17 years. 17 years. She kept on walking. Moved from one place to another. In her 16th year, that's when I met her. When I was praying for her, some things happened, and we said, let's go home. So we went to her house. There in Tinder. In a house, we had to go to her bedroom. And why? Her mother-in-law did not want her to get married to her son. Yes. Yeah. The mother-in-law wanted her son to be her husband. The mother-in-law was a witch and wanted her son to relate to her sexually. Now, this is happening in Kampala. It's not in Australia. It is here in Kampala. Yes. Yes, you may think it is in Japan. No, it is here in Kampala. And I was there. I saw it. She says, this lady comes into this bedroom. And that's why I went there. And she's the one who makes our bed. Aha. Yes. This one... This one here, if she, if she was the one, no, she couldn't allow that. Uh, just no way. It's just no way. Yeah. Yeah. Some women are like that, my friend. <laughs> you don't joke around with them. <laughs> the the mother-in-law is the one who would make a bed. And the woman talked to the husband. The husband says, it's okay. I don't see any problem. Yes. The mother-in-law is the one who would wash her underpants. I said, yes. Little did they know that she was practicing.
practicing witchcraft over them. The mother-in-law didn't want the two to come together sexually. The mother-in-law didn't want her to give birth. So for 17 years, she struggled. She struggled and struggled. But listen, as we were praying, the demons began to manifest and they began to speak. And they said, we hate this woman. We hate her. That's if the devil hates you, you're okay. Yeah, you are real okay. If he loves you, you have a problem. <laughs> yes. The demon said, the demon said, we hate this lady. We have tried to attack her husband, but we can't. Because she covers her husband with the blood of Christ every day. Every day. Now listen. Listen to me, my friends. If that lady had stopped praying, what would have happened? Yes. The, the demon said, this lady, we hate her because she covers her husband with the blood of Christ every day. She's horrible. Yes. We've tried to cause her husband to get accidents, and we have failed because that vehicle is covered with the blood of Christ. We have brought women to this man. We wanted this man to lead to this woman, but we have failed because the woman covers the man with the blood. Now, see, the woman, the woman was under bondage, but the woman was talking to God. The woman was taking root downward. She had issues, yes. She could not give birth, yes. Yes. But she kept on talking to God. Today, she has children. Yes. She has them. As I speak. And you know how much she loves those children. You see women who, as soon as they, you know, they get married and go to honeymoon, the first day in your honeymoon, you conceive. They don't take their children very seriously. These ones who take some time, my friend, my friend, uh-huh. Ah. You meet her with her daughter. Meet her with her daughter. Under siege, but continue to pray. She is free today. Number four, and very quickly, number four, I just have eight things and I've not, I've not explained some. Number four, deal with the dirt inside the wall. Hezekiah dealt with the broken walls. Many times, the issues are in the inside. Issues such as lustful thoughts. Issues such as masturbation, pornography. Ladies and gentlemen, this used to be the province of men. But increasingly, in fact, many of the ladies I meet today, this is the issue. Pornography, masturbation. Deal with the issues in the inside. So what are we talking about? Confession. The more you confess, the better for you. Confess and confess and confess. I was praying for a lady not too long ago. Last week, the other week, maybe last week. She said, nothing around me is doing well. My children are not getting married. Those who are married, 
have problems with children. I mean, getting children. The boys, I don't know what's wrong. Yes, I asked about her Bible reading, prayer life, dreams. From my dreams, I got to know that the issues are spiritual. So I told her, your problem is spiritual. I began to pray with her. As I was praying, the demonic manifested. They also said, we hate this lady. Yes, we hate her. But listen to what they said. They said, this lady, who is not young, not 40, not 50, not 60, a lady over 70, practicing immorality. The demon said she is living in adultery. Now that is what holds, that's what was holding these demons. I was praying and they were there. I was praying, they, were there. they even talked, they even mentioned their names. But they were not living. She says the, she practices adultery. Now, if you want to be free, deal with what is in the inside. Deal with those sins, those sins that we commit. Deal with them. In fact, confess them. Bring them out. We want freedom, but we're living in sin. We want freedom, but we're into bloodshed. We want freedom, but there's incest. We want freedom, but there's prostitution. Deal with the dirt in the inside. Number five, find forgiveness. Release the people who have hurt you. And they are many. Release them. Forgive them. Who is it that makes you fail to sleep? Forgive that one. I was praying for a lady in Tororo the other day. She contracted HIV AIDS from her husband. And it's like, she will not forgive this man. There was bitterness, unforgiveness. She comes for prayer. And as I was praying for her, I see the demonic, but they were not living. For 30 minutes, they're not living. I said, Madam, is there somebody you've not forgiven? Then she began to cry. I kept on following her. Is there somebody you've not forgiven? She cried and cried. I said, could it be your husband? And she said, yes. I said, forgive. Then she said, I forgive. And when she said, I forgive, the powers of darkness left her. Yes. Number seven is the second last. Seek the support or help from others involved in prayer and deliverance. Hezekiah consulted with the leadership and commanders. There are people amongst us into the prayer ministry. There are people amongst us into the deliverance ministry. You go to them. Yes. Don't sit there alone. You go to them. Go to them. A young man who has been in homosexuality for a very, very long time. His first name is Yesu. Yesu. Yes. I'll leave the second one. Yes. He was a minister here in Kampala. 
involved in prayer mobilization. Along the way, across the nation, along the way, he got into homosexuality. But I think it was demonic. It was certainly demonic. He got involved into homosexuality. He left his wife. I met his wife. And his wife told me, if he wants to come back, let him come back. I met the children, nice girls. I didn't see the boys. This man would move from one person to another until she got one minister of the gospel who invited me and said, here is a man who is practicing, a practicing homosexual, but he's not comfortable with what he's doing and he wants his freedom. Can you talk to him? I said, yes. I drove to their church. I found him. And he described to me what he's doing. And he told me the number of homosexuals in this city. He said for every, you count one, two, three houses. The third house, there's a homosexual there. There are several homosexuals in this city and in the streets. What does he do? He has moved to several towns in this country, several cities and towns. He goes there, rents a room, moves into the streets, and along in the streets, is able to identify who is a homosexual. And they come to his room. He will tell you he doesn't know how many young men he has slept with. He doesn't know. But he wants to come out. And he has tried to come out. And he could not come out. So he says, I want to be accountable to you. I want to be talking to you. Whenever there's that temptation, please, whether it's in the night or not, whenever there's that temptation, I'll call you. I said, yes, you do it. You do it. He sought help. He even asked for it to study the Bible. I gave it to him. He was praying. He was reading the Bible. But practicing homosexuality. Uncomfortable with the homosexuality. But it was there. It was a force. It was a power that was holding him captive. I mean captive. But as I speak today, he's a free man. He's gone back to his wife. <laughs> renounced homosexuality. He's now a husband, and he has a woman. Praise the name of the living God. Lastly, number eight, renounce. 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 To renounce means to give up. It means to refuse. It means to resign by formal declaration. That's what I found you people doing here when I came. Give up, refuse, resign, by formal declaration. In renouncing, what are we doing? We are making a formal declaration that will no longer align ourselves with the things that oppose God. That's what you're doing. What are you doing when you're renouncing? We are canceling any and all agreements with the enemy. What are we doing? What are we doing? We must, we must. When we are announcing, we are refusing by formal declaration to walk in the ways of the past. Renouncing is the way by which we cut off any right for Satan to bind us and to torment us. We must renounce the practices 
of our past. We must renounce those things that our people did, we did, we've been practicing. If we renounce that, we are telling the devil, this particular thing I've been doing, I give up. I resign from it, and I refuse to do it from this day. Can we stand? Can we stand? Okay. Very, very briefly. Yes. I just want us to renounce a few things, and then I'll call, I'll call Hillary back here. Okay? Yes. What is disturbing our people? What is disturbing Ugandans? Are the following. So you renounce. Okay? You, you repeat after me. You repeat after me. You will mention your name, I, so and so, renounce. I, so and so, renounce. Okay? Yes. Do that. I, I you mention your names. I, so and so, renounce bloodshed in the name of Jesus. I, Dennis Odoi, renounce bloodshed. I, renounce tribalism. I, renounce ancestral worship. I, renounce sexual sins. Now you know what you've been into. Renounce those things. Renounce them. Renounce, 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 renounce. Renounce! Renounce. Yes, renounce. Renounce. Renounce, renounce. I renounce incest. I renounce traditional rituals. I renounce prostitution. I renounce cultism. I renounce involvement in cults. I renounce child sacrifice. I renounce abortion. I renounce abortion. I renounce witchcraft. I renounce witchcraft. I renounce witchcraft. I renounce sorcery. I renounce sorcery. I renounce divination. I renounce fortune telling. I renounce witchcraft. Witchcraft. I renounce witchcraft in the name of Jesus. I renounce homosexuality. I renounce homosexuality in my house, in my home, among my children. I renounce homosexuality. I renounce homosexuality in the nuclear family. I renounce homosexuality in the extended family. I renounce lesbianism. I renounce lesbianism. I renounce homosexuality. I renounce masturbation. I renounce masturbation. I renounce masturbation. I renounce pornography. 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 
I renounce pornography. I renounce pornography. I renounce lust. 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 I renounce lust. 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 I renounce lust. I renounce adultery. I renounce adultery. I renounce adultery. I renounce fornication. I renounce fornication. I renounce fornication. I renounce fornication. I renounce fornication in the name of Jesus.